My name is Raven, professional wrestling superstar, former world heavyweight champion, and I want you to choose your four. This is the innovator of violence, Tommy Dreamer, and I want you to choose your four. Hello, pro wrestling Rushmore. This is Lanny Poppo, formerly the genius of WWE. Hello, this is the hardcore legend Mick Foley. Yes, it is, and I want you to choose your four. Pro Wrestling Rushmore. It's Pro Wrestling's Rushmore. This is Pro Wrestling Rushmore. Quote the Raven, nevermore. Hello humanoids, this is Ian from Squared Circle History, and I want you to choose your four, it's Pro Wrestling Rushmore. Welcome to the only podcast that chooses a topic and allows you, the listener, to decide what ends up on our ultimate Mount Rushmore at the end of the episode. And this episode is going to be, wait for it Brian, the Mount Rushmore of Bret Hart matches. (laughs) (laughs) Of course, joining me is my co-host, the often imitated, but never duplicated, Brian. Yo. Your favorite topic, yep. The Hitman. My my favorite topic? Yet to be determined. Listen, we all know how I feel about Brett. It's a one-sided feud. Yeah, he doesn't mind you. No, he doesn't doesn't mind me. I don't mind that I don't matter to him because he doesn't even know me. (laughs) Whatever. I'm going to be right down the middle of this podcast because I doubt anyone wants to hear me just shit on this guy all night. Like, oh, let's be honest. I'm not even... He's, he's not great. You, right. you don't think Bret Hart's great? Well, he's, no. He's good. Is he great? Is he the best there is? The best there was and the re- best there ever will be? Nope. He's not even the best no. there, there is. Because, right. you know, he's not doing it anymore. He's not even the well. best there was. I'm sure there's plenty of guys that were better than him. And he's definitely not the best there ever will be, because they're already not the greatest there is and was. <laughs> right? Well, right? Gonna, we're going to be talking about some of the greatest matches of all time on this episode. Yeah. Huh? Well, his greatest matches of all time, not the greatest Some of the of greatest all. matches Stop of all time. Right Wait till you hear this top four. <clears throat> so you're telling me that he was on our top Rushmore of matches of all time? Was, uh, yeah. was any of his, which one? Just one, right? Let me let me consult. Nah, we don't have to do that. Don't, we're not gonna go that far. What are you talking about? We don't I got, have to go in the archives. It's okay. I got it like right here, like close to right here. Uh, only one of Brett's matches made the Mount Rushmore of our exactly. Mount Rushmore. So we're talking matches. about a greatest match of all time, arguably. It's debatable, probably. Yeah, you know, obviously it's debatable. That's why we're here. Yeah, you know. Wow. I know. I know. I know. Got a wrestling shirt on tonight. I do. What do you got? <laughs> Why don't you tell us about yours first, Ian? Okay, well, I got my uh, Have a Nice Day, Mankind, uh, Hardcore Legend, Ripple Junction, Soft Style shirt. And it's got that awesome smiley face logo with the Mankind mascot. It's a cute shirt. I want to get, get a tattoo of that, that logo. What, that? Man, the smiley face guy with a mask on? Yeah, I think that's an awesome logo. That's one of my favorite wrestling logos of all time. Really? What are you going to get on your thigh? No, well, you know, I'm planning on doing something big on my back to tie everything together. Maybe I'll have that logo somewhere. On your back with all those those men's autographs. Well, yeah, i got to tie it all together. You know, i got to make you it all... You think about getting, like, maybe a woman's autograph on your back? Like a woman wrestler? If you could get any woman... I get, I that's my next question. You know? Any woman wrestler's autograph on your back, who would it be? That's obviously, you know, like alive right now. Like well, maybe yeah, well, I could have. All right, shoulda, woulda, coulda. Who? Mula? No, no, no. Sensational Sherry is kind of debatable, but even that's kind of like a stretch. Right. You know what I mean? Like I wouldn't mind say 
if I had had the opportunity getting Hogan, Savage, and Elizabeth, mm. and then I could do like a like a Mega Powers thing to tie it all together. That would have been cool, actually. You know, like. But it's still on your back. Yeah. You know, it's, at least I, I don't have to look at it. You know, I have to go through a lot of work to look at. That's true. You have to get like double mirrors and yeah, all that good stuff. Yeah, I know. Imagine someone it's doing sure. that just to admire their tattoos on their back. I'm sure there's plenty of people that do that. Do you think so? Like double mirrors, one in the front, one in the back, and just like, ooh. I'm, sh- I'm, I'm, I'm positive because I've had to do it before just like to look at my tattoos, whether it's just like yeah, like a fresh tattoo I gotta put stuff on it or whatever. But once I get it, like a lot of times I'll forget right. what's on my back. <laughs> well, I will say this. Elizabeth is probably the best choice you could have came up with. Yeah. Ugh, spitting everywhere and shit. <laughs> sucker and sucker tash, Brian. <laughs> So what shirt you got? All right, this is what I'm gonna do. Okay. Hold on, hold on. Hold You're on. really going going to unveil? I'm gonna unveil it because okay. I haven't unveiled it yet. Okay. And because see, you know I don't like Bret Hart. Yeah. And you know I don't like that you're doing this to me. So. Okay. What's I'm gonna do to you? Oh, he's turning around. Ah. He's taking off his sweatshirt. He's got like a navy blue shirt on. It's. Oh. So you. You. Get to stare at this all night. Because I know how much you love Chris Hero. <laughs> that's, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. We, we <laughs> All right. That's a pretty good Son one. Son of a bitch. <laughs> did, I, did I give you that one? You did. <laughs> Actually, you gave it to Brody. But oh, okay. You stole it. I stole it for the night. <laughs> a little tight. A little tight, you know. That's yeah. why I'm wearing a, a sweatshirt with it. A little tight, little tight. Mm. Now you get to stare at Chris Hero all night. Great, great. While I do this stupid podcast yeah. all, you know, not all night, but. For a little while. All right. Maybe an hour. How do you feel about this is the first episode that we're doing that Vince McMahon is not the owner of WWE? The WWE has merged with UFC to form a TKO but owned by like, Endeavor. Isn't he still 49% owner? He's not a majority owner. Right, so they have the someone else has 51%. Yeah. Yeah, it is kind of nuts, isn't it? It is. Like, it's very strange. Like, it really is the end of an era. Yeah, the end of many eras. Yeah. Think about how many eras Vince McMahon himself went through. That's true. You know what I mean? That's true, yeah. So this is like an, the end of an anthology. It really is. <laughs> 1982 to, two, uh, to 2023, mm-hmm. it's been all Vince McMahon. Yeah. It's, it's insane. It's, but it's still kind of uh, crazy. It's still got something to do with it, you know? Yeah, yeah. And I'm hearing they want CM Punk back. Oh my god, I know, I heard that today too. It's like, really, things are going great, and now you're just going to go. And I was saying, him and Rollins at Mania 40, which I think would be a good match. Yeah. Providing he yeah, can just shut the it. fuck up. That's the problem. That's the problem. Yeah. Is he going to make it to WrestleMania? But I think he will. I Because, my opinion, I don't know. Like, I don't know the backstage stuff. Mm-hmm. But I just think WWE is probably a more, way more professional place than AEW is. You think? You would think, right? Yeah. <clears throat> oh, I, I, I don't know. I'm skeptical about and him it. And, but... Him and Seth Rollins. Well, Seth Rollins doesn't like him for real. Yeah, but, I mean, come on. There's money to be made. Oh, well, yeah. Obviously. Randy Orton and Riddle used to have, like, major heat, and then they became Did they a really? tag team, and then they became really good friends. I didn't realize they had heat. Yeah. I know Riddle had heat with a lot of people. But... Yeah, he's another one. Just, he likes to really express his opinion. Look at it. What? Look at it. <laughs> Oh, goodness, Brian. Oh, goodness. So, are you ready for, uh... Are you ready to begin construction on the Mount Rushmore of Bret Hart matches? Why are you saying, like, Vince's voice? Because Vince was, uh, part of a, a very famous <coughs> moment in Bret Hart's career that will... Which one? The one where he spit on him? The one where he screwed him over? It's fine. Let's just do it. Alright, so... We'll get to that other stuff later, I guess. First and foremost, we got to talk about the honorable mentions. And we only have two matches that are honorable mentions. We have Bret Hart versus The Undertaker at SummerSlam 1997 with Shawn Michaels as the referee. That was a good match. And Bret Hart versus Shawn Michaels at Survivor Series 1992. Ooh, I don't think not so much, right? No. Hey, that's why I only got one vote. Right. But that was like, that was the beginning of an era there. Yeah, I see. They got rid of the... the the guys that were doing the steroids, mm-hmm. the, at least the guys that they caught doing steroids, and uh, it was Survivor Series '92. Warrior might, just left, and that might be Shawn Michaels' like least remembered match 
while he was chasing the title. Yeah, I'd well, say so. title reign or chasing. Yeah, yeah. It's a very forgettable match. It really is. It really is. And then Santa Claus comes out at the end. Mm. Great moment. Great moment. But we're here to talk about the Mount Rushmore Bret Hart match. Yeah, matches. but can we talk about that Undertaker match for a second? Sure, because let's talk about it. That match set up the whole Survivor Series thing where it really did. Bret got screwed over, right? For the most part, yeah, because, you know, think about their history. that It just went back so far. and Even, like, early early that year they were they were feuding. And Michaels and Brett? Oh, yeah, yeah. That was, like, the sunny days comments right, were going right, on. Right, right. DX just formed. Yeah, so, they, well, but that kind of put the nail in the coffin to have that match at Survivor Series, even yes. though they were feuding. Yes. Which was a great ending, by the way. Probably yep. Pat Patterson ending. Oh, that was great. Oh, it had to be. Right? Had to be. Where uh, Michaels was going to hit Taker, right? And then he hit... No, he was no, going he he was going Brett. to hit Brett. And then the he chair. hit Taker instead. Because Brett spit at Michaels. Right, exactly. So Michaels overshot Brett, hit Taker. Yep. Brett pinned him, and Michaels had to make the pin. Had to make the pin. Because if he didn't, what? What would happen to Shawn Michaels? He'd be fired. If he didn't get, yeah. So <laughs> his hands were tied. And then that's, that's what turned him heel, because he, the next time he came out, everybody's booing him. Right. Good, yeah, that was good shit. That's my favorite year of Can I, like, wrestling. I do feel bad for Brett a little bit, just in the way, but he did it to himself, because he was a heel in America and a face in Canada. Do yeah. you know how hot that is to pull off? That's It's unheard of. And he, he kind of mastered it. Yeah, he did. But I think he had a lot of good supporting cast, too. The, the best supporting yeah. cast. So Shawn Michaels, Bret Hart, L.O.D., Owen, Bulldog, Pillman. Well, yeah, on his side, yeah. Right, that's what oh, I'm yeah, saying. okay, yes. But, but, yes. Either, but both, both ways, though. Yeah. His opponents and, with, like, that whole, all those guys made that possible. Yeah, we're going to talk about that in a little bit. I'm too. sure he thinks he's the one that made that possible solely by himself. Oh, that's because I'm the best there is, the best there was, the best there ever will be. Listen, we the excellence of execution. We've already established. The Sultan of SWAT. He is none of the above. <laughs> The never, great Brett Bambino. Never was, never is, never will be. <laughs> As Stone Cold would say, you put the letter S in front of Hitman, and then you get my exact feelings about him. I don't like that. <laughs> you don't I like that? cried to his dad about it. <laughs> oh, yeah, oh, uh, dad. Yeah, 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 did, did you, uh, you, did you watch Raw? Did you worry about Stone Cold? He's like, uh, tell me uh, Lane Storm's not still down there. <laughs> Tied up, tied up a little bit right now. Yeah, get the key, way. Get the Helen. <laughs> Who's the crazy one, Smith? Smith. Wasn't Smith nuts? <laughs> That's what they say. Yeah, uh, he's living. Well, even um. Well, all right, but does Teddy Hart take the cake now? Well, Teddy Hart absolutely takes the cake. Living with a hundred cats. But we really don't know how bad Smith really was. That's true. I think everybody listen to this. All, all, no, five of you. Go out. <laughs> hey, our numbers have been pretty good. Well, uh, for us, that is. I hope they don't dip after this episode. But <laughs> go out. Go find the Diana Hart book. Oh, boy. And just read up on the Hart family. <laughs> got taken off the shelves. <laughs> Did it get taken off the oh, shelves? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. There were just too many... She just said way too much in that book. That yeah, I know. She did not clear with anybody. <laughs> my penis is stuck. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. My penis is stuck in my zipper. <laughs> Bloody hell. What's all that? I can't get a new. I can't get a new. <laughs> Do you know who uh, what, Bret Hart made his debut? Do you know who his first opponent was? Davey? No. Dynamo? So at, at age 15. Biden was brown. No, no, no. At age 15, Brett's... Well, no. But, well, before that, he would spend his summers at the Funk Ranch in Amarillo. Oh, right. And when he was 15, somebody's opponent didn't show up, so they needed somebody to step in. So at 15 years old, Brett Hart made his debut against Dennis Stamp. Oh, boy. He was booked that night. He was, But they were both booked. They were both booked that night. So no Brett Hart's first Dennis. opponent, Dennis Stamp, and then all those years later, Terry Funk has his quote-unquote... Last match in Am- mm. last match in Amarillo. I any swear. Reason, he looks for any reason to do impressions. 
Yahoo! Long live the Funker! God! It's the podcast going to go three hours. Well, Bret Hart faced Terry Funk, and the referee was Dennis Stamp. So know. it all came full circle for Terry's last match. Quote, unquote. Pretty much. But Although it wasn't Terry's last match. No. He ended up fighting Bret Hart again. Did he? Uh, like a year and a half later in WCW. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Sure. In Bret Hart... I think it was Bret Hart's actual final match... Uh, because he, he got kicked in the head by Goldberg, but yeah. he, he had another match. He fought Terry Funk in a hardcore match on Thunder. Terry that was it. What? That was his last match ever? Well, no, I'm not counting the McMahon thing. Right, idea. right. But his as a normal human being. Yeah, like his, his regular wrestling career, right. that was it for him. Oh, that's kind of uh, ironic. Very apropos and ironic. What does that mean? Apropos? Yeah. Like, like ironic. Iron. Just a fancy way of saying ironic. Yeah. Speak English to me. <laughs> apropos. Got your apropos right here. <laughs> right here. With ranch on the side, right? <laughs> All right, so let's get going here. I'll, I'll randomly insert Bret Hart stories <laughs> in here because he means so much to us. To so. you. Speak for yourself. You don't speak for me. <laughs> I speak for me. My wife speaks. No, she doesn't either. <laughs> so the first match we're going to talk about here, got two votes. Legend Derek and Wrestle War give us votes for the Hart Foundation versus Demolition. Two out of three falls. SummerSlam, nineteen ninety. Oh man! Oh like baby! Those, nah, I like those matches, dude. Oh man! It's, it brings you back. Saturday Night Main Events. It's a great match. Stuff like that. Yep. Anything like red, white, and blue ropes. Yes, exactly. Blue ring you, apron. You fucking nailed it. Yep, I do. That's you show me red, white, and blue ropes with a blue apron, and yep. I'm sold. That's I'll it. sit there and watch it. I'll watch that all night. I don't know why. Like, AEW was doing that for a couple weeks. And they stopped. And then they stopped. Like, well, why? Because obviously it made a big difference. It really did make a big difference. I thought it did, too. <laughs> did someone complain? I don't know. I'm not he sure. He probably listened to our podcast and was like, you know what? That Brian has good ideas. <laughs> I'm just going to steal him rather than pay him. Hey, that's that's kind of what he's doing with Jim Cornette. Pretty much. But, like, he didn't stick with it. Why? Yeah, I, I don't. I don't. Maybe understand. he didn't think it was making a difference. I thought it made a difference. I loved it. Personally. It did. It, it made it made a really big difference because it added more color. It, it, it made the ring pop. It made the action pop. For me, it was like the nostalgic feeling of it. That you know? too. Yeah, I like that nostalgic feeling. Now, if they would have went with a blue apron, that would have been even better. <laughs> Change everything. Can't have it all, right? That's right. All they have to do is stop, you know, doing interviews. In the back of the crowd, how they used to with that little uh, oh, with the like the big the stage, stage there, yeah, yeah, yeah. Where Warrior came out and yep. Sherry like didn't Sherry hit him in the nuts with Warrior? Well, Warrior no, she, Savage. She got down on her knees. That's what it was, right? Yeah, exactly. It's like rubbing his chest to seduce him to give yeah. Macho Man a title shot. He's like, oh. yeah, that was great. But back to Bret Hart. Um, <laughs> I think it's interesting. We had. 20 people that sent lists in, mm-hmm. and we're talking about 20 of Bret Hart's best matches. So I thought that was very interesting. So it's 18 different matches on there? No. There's 20 matches. No, I know. I'm talking about the, like, that we have left. Well, we've only talked about one, so we have 19 matches left. Didn't we talk about the honorable, men- honorable mentions? Yeah, but that's not, like, a, an official part of, you know, our discussion. Oh, it's just honorable mentions. 22. Okay, okay. So we did talk about it. We did. We did. We usually don't. I take things the very literal. Oh, I, I noticed. <laughs> I noticed. <laughs> you being nassle. <laughs> so next, we're just going to talk about this match. We're going to get it out of the way because I know even Bret Hart is sick of talking about it. So Shep from Shepland and Legend Derek give us votes for the Montreal screw, screw Job. I thought it was going to be Tom McGee. No, we no. Just, he was sick of talking about it. No, it, it's the Montreal yeah, Screwjob. They're probably both sick of talking about it, to be honest. But really? Because uh, I thought about this. Because th- these were two late votes, so originally we didn't get any votes for the Montreal yep. Screwjob, and I figured, eh, that makes sense. But then we got these two votes, and I really got to thinking, that is a great pick, because everybody talks about that match. Now, you can put that match on your Mount Rushmore for, you know, whatever reason. but Moments. For, yeah, but like... Everybody talks about that match. Everybody has seen that moment. Right. And maybe it is. Maybe it should be on the Mount Rushmore Bret Hart matches. There is a little shocking that it only got one, one vote. 
Two votes. Two votes. The match itself, I don't think, was great. No, that's the thing, yeah. But like you said, it's the moment. It's Brett's last real match in WWE, mm-hmm. WWF, whatever the hell it was. Yep. Everything. Spitting yeah. on Vince, doing the WCW yeah. gesture, you know, yep. things like that. Yeah, I, uh, I would say it probably, I don't maybe not on the tippity top, but somewhere around 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10. Yeah, well, on... Top 10. Top 10. It, it did not fare well on this list. All right, we'll wait. <laughs> Moving on here. Purple Haze and Scorpion87 give us votes for Bret Hart versus the Dynamite Kid for Madison Square Garden, 1985. Was that on any, like, real show? It was like it was an MSG card that aired on the. It was a house show. Yes. So it was one of those house shows that would air on Nessin or. It, it, this one aired on the, the MSG network, but MSG, yes, yeah. yes, just like that. Yeah, see, I don't. I had never seen it. Uh, I might you, have. You, you did. I played it for you last time. You didn't realize that I was trying to to oh, educate you for this upcoming show, but I did show you that match last time. It made such an impact on me. I, clearly, I remember. Clearly. <laughs> But at the time, you know, they put on uh, uh, the style of match that was kind of unheard of for the masses. Like, they had fought before in Stampede Wrestling and had awesome matches. Nobody voted for any of them, but they were awesome matches, and then they had a chance to have a singles match, and uh, it was very good. Did you not know that I just tuned every Bret Ma- Ma- Hart match out? Like, you can it on right now. I'm just going to tune it out. <laughs> I'll be staring at it watching the TV, but... I'm not, like, taking in what's going on at all. No, just because it's Bret Hart, so no matter how good it is, you're just like, nah. No, I don't know. Maybe. Okay. All right. I just find them boring. You find Bret Hart boring? Very boring. Ric Flair does, too. Oh, see, me and Ric Flair will get along. It's the same moves all the time. Same moves, same match. It is. Does that make sense? Same moves. You can count on, later on in his career, you can count on the figure four on the... The, the pole yep. the outside which is what really what gave him the concussion in the Goldberg match by that's the way that's right yes yeah, smacking the back of his head on the concrete yeah, but he doesn't want to admit that he's the one who fucked up and gave himself yeah. a concussion no wrong no it's that. a lousy stinking Goldberg no it's Goldberg anyway worst saying, professional wrestler of all time I'm not saying Goldberg is good he's not but hey let's call, let's call a spade a spade here you know oh that's pretty funny so count on that you can count on the when the guy whips him into the corner and he hits his sternum on the on That's the a great bump, buckle. man. It's a great takes bump. It's a great bump. It's a the good ring bump. Moves. I'm not saying it's not. It's a great bump. Full force runs into the corner. It looks great. Yeah. You can count on it every great. single match. Mm-hmm. You know you're going to see it. You can count on the elbow from the middle row. Uh, the forearm yeah, on the second rope. Yeah, 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 man. You can count. Maybe the, like a headbutt here and there. The kick to the sternum uh-huh. in preparation the, for exactly. the sharpshooter. Yes. Sometimes they pull out the superplex off the count, top. Sometimes they'll do a bulldog. Yeah, yep, yep. Count on all of it. Yep. Uh, the the high cross body to send him and his opponent over the top rope. Yeah, if they're having... If, if it's, it's a knockdown drag-out affair. Right, or if it's like uh, maybe a blow-off to a, uh, a feud or yep. storyline or whatever. Which I guess wouldn't make it every single match. But it was enough matches to make you notice and realize, yep, this is your Stanley Bret Hart match, this is what you're going to get. Yep. Okay, I hear you, I hear you. I don't think I make some best now, then, ever, or anything. Okay. The all-time, you don't think he's on the top ten? No, but he does. <laughs> you think Obviously. he's in the top twenty? That's a very conceited thing to say. I I, I agree. It is. I, mean, I agree. There's but, no humbleness there. There's no... I'm the best... But he's there. a good dude, though. I'm the best podcaster there is. <laughs> I'm the best podcaster there was. And I'm the best podcaster that ever will be. How about this rumor that Jordan in Tennessee wore his Brian Hates Brett shirt, which mm. that in itself, your hatred for Brett is so strong that you have your own shirt. I don't hate I don't hate anybody. The other one made that shirt, by the way. <laughs> I had nothing to do with it. With your blessing. Well it was. I just wasn't gonna, you know, put into it. Anyway. But Mick Foley saw it and Mick Foley saw it. Yeah. And always said he, said he hates if me. Bri- if Brian hates Brett, then I don't think I like Brian. Uh, I thought he said, then I hate Brian. I don't think he said that. I don't think oh. he said hate. All right. Then I, I can't see Mick Foley saying he hates. I still don't don't hate Mick Foley, but I don't like Mick Foley either. Because <laughs> he, he insists upon himself, too. <laughs> Not really. You know what okay. I mean? He, he really does. All right. Such a good guy. Oh, I don't, I don't swear on my podcast. I only dropped the, dropped the F word one time. <laughs> 
That's true. Yeah. yeah. Like he only drops it one time an episode, and he asks permission to drop. Dude, do your podcast. Like, who cares? You know what I mean? He just wants everybody to have a nice day, and he doesn't want to spread negativity. I understand that, but just do your thing. Yeah, Don't man. worry about, you know, watching what you say and shit. You're supposed to tell us. Give us the dirt. <laughs> My boy. That's what everybody wants is the dirt. <laughs> All right, so Scorpion87 and My Boy Benny give us votes for October 86 TV taping. Bret Hart versus Mega Man Tom McGee. That's on, man. That's that got two votes. Yeah, man. I'll... Nah. A long lost and fabled enhancement match that was taped to take a look at this guy Tom McGee. That early on, Brett, uh, Brett, early on, Vince McMahon thought that this this could be the new Hulk Hogan. Can I just say that I don't think Tom McGee belongs on any Mount Rushmore. <laughs> I don't think he belongs on the moments Mount Rushmore. I don't think he belongs on the job as Mount Rushmore. <laughs> But think about it. Has I don't think he match... belongs here or there. I don't think he belongs anywhere. <laughs> anywhere. Tom McGee should not be a name associated with any Mount Rushmore anywhere ever in the world. Have you seen the match? Have, yeah, I've seen the match. Did you think that was a good match? I thought it was a very good match. I don't think it belongs on the Mount Rushmore. But it, it, it's worth mentioning. Okay. Tom McGee has this match with Bret Hart. Everybody... Not everybody, but like Vince McMahon and people backstage think this is it. This is the next Hogan, uh, you know, six foot five, two hundred seventy-five pound power lifter from Canada. Agile comes into the ring doing a shooting star press off the top rope and lands on his feet. What, did it's that, unheard of. Did Brett late eighties? Did Brett give them his blessing? Because obviously, you know how they say that X Pac was the measuring stick, right? So and, he'd go out there and yeah. So I'm guessing that's what they used Brett for was the right. measuring stick. To right. now, what did Brett say about this Tom McGinnis McGee? Tom McGee. Well, he agrees that well Brett knew Tom McGee from Canada wrestling in Canada. Okay. Um, but you know Brett Brett made him look very strong. He, you know he asked Tom McGee, you know, what are your best moves, right. and we'll just work around that. And that's fine. But did Brett go tell the office that Tom McGee had what it took? I would to think be so. this. Just I, I don't think Brett would have done as much as he did. If he didn't, you know, think, hey, well, Tom McGee has something here. We all know that. I'm surprised he did what he did. <laughs> well, I mean, it was the late 80s. He was still in the Hart Foundation. But does, doesn't doesn't that just tell you how good of an eye Bret Hart has for talent? Yeah. What do you mean, yeah? Of course. He's going back and telling the officer, this guy's the next Hogan, and the guy sucked. He, they couldn't do anything with him. He didn't end up in WWF. No, no, he didn't no. end up in WCW. <laughs> he didn't end up in NWA. He was in Mid-South. Where'd he go? Because he, of the because he had a match with somebody else, Ted DiBiase, and yeah. it wasn't as good. And then he had a match with somebody else, and it wasn't as good. It was Bret Hart that made him look good. Okay, so you know what? Build a program with Bret Hart. Let Bret Hart put him over. But no, Bret was probably too prideful. Mm-hmm. No, I'm not going to put him over eight times. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. No, you know he wasn't. Well. He could have. But in the end, we, we see, you know, we're talking, we're doing an episode on Bret Hart and not Tom McGee. Because Tom McGee doesn't belong on anywhere on Mount Rushmore. For real. I agree! Did you ever think you would you would say the name Tom McGee in association with any Rushmore ever? Oh, I was very surprised, but for years, nobody had seen this match, but they'd heard about it. They heard that it was this great match, and supposedly there was footage that existed, but nobody could find it. And then all of a sudden, somebody finds it. Who do you think found it? Well, I know who found it. Who was it? It was a, a fan-slash-photographer... Uh, that was in the process of converting Brett's VHS tapes into mm. DVDs. So Brett kept that match. Oh yeah, he taped all of his matches. Wow. So Labeled them and everything. Every single match he's ever done. Every single television match that he's done, he has. What a psycho. <laughs> think about that. You think he's watching one of his matches right now? He probably is. Maybe. I mean, he's working at his bar. I mean, he's got a bar. He's got a surround- bar? Oh, yeah, a bar in Calgary. No shit. Yeah, and What's it's it called? Hitman's Bar. That's so stupid. <laughs> Pictures of the of Hitman course, all over. Himself. All over the bar. That guy we loves We are the bar. So, wow, he loves him some Bret Hart. Hey. But people go. Just like Hogan has well, yeah, his bar. Yeah, because that just tells you, that tells you all you need to know about Canadians. Their big hero is a wrestler. Well, no, I think their hero's probably like Wayne Gretzky or something. No, like that. it's probably Bret Hart in Calgary, so. in that part of that province of Canada. Mm. It's probably Bret Hart, I would say. No, Pat, say it. 
Ian look at it. But isn't Chris Hero so handsome? Whatever you say. Whatever you say. He, Ian doesn't like Chris Hero because Chris Hero took his girlfriend one time. Well, he didn't take my girlfriend. He, he... This is a Bret Hart episode. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, moving on here. JD and Dragon Rana give us votes for Bret Hart versus Chris Benoit on Nitro, the Owen Hart tribute match. I could see that. Very emotional match. Probably brought Brett back to his days with the uh, Dynamite Kid. Uh, definitely. Those matches. Definitely, because Chris Benoit was a carbon copy of the Dynamite Kid. Yeah, it was a good match, man. From what I remember of it, it wasn't. It was. It, it's the only Bret Hart WCW match on here. Really? Uh, yeah, the only one. For now. For now. Oh, okay. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> I should have known. I'm not going to spoil it, but I know. I'm not doing that. I'm not going to do that. That's awful. But he did have an awesome match with Randy Savage. Like, as soon as he got there. In WCW. That was very good, but, I mean, the rest of the matches at this point, pretty much, it's like, really belongs here. And any of these matches could have wound up on Mount Rushmore, but we're still in the two-vote category, which is crazy. But, um, well, this one here, you know, might be the exception. Depends on what you think of it. So Adam84 and Dragon Rana gave us votes for Bret Hart versus Hakushi at the first in your house. Man, I, I used to watch that match over and over and over again. I love match. that match. Awesome match, man. Yeah. Awesome match. Yeah, Pat, you didn't put it on yours. Pat's beating himself up and not putting it on his list. <laughs> Pat's like, Hakushi, you didn't make the list. <laughs> Passes Hakushi, we say bless you. How about Hakushi when he had uh, the severed Brett head? That was crazy, yeah. <laughs> crazy, you know? That wasn't crazy. I mean, you knew it wasn't his real head. Well, no, but you also didn't expect to see a Brett Hart head come out of that bag. It didn't phase me. Didn't phase you. It no. didn't. I was just no. like, well, that's cool. Yeah. But I wasn't like, eh, What about the time when uh, when Diesel was in the feud with Undertaker and the casket came to the ringside, Diesel yeah, opens the lid, cool. and it's him? Yeah, but that really looked like him. Yeah, it did. I was like, holy shit, that's cool. Yeah. <laughs> like, that did something for me, you know yeah, what I mean? That was pretty crazy. Dragon Rana and my boy Benny give us votes for Bret Hart versus Ricky the Dragon Steamboat at the Boston Garden. Another one of those uh, house show type of deals. That was that on Nesson. On Nesson yeah. That was on Nesson, yep. I used to watch that show all the time, and Lord yep. Alfred Hayes would be on the call. I didn't mind Lord oh, Alfred Hayes as a commentator. <laughs> you... It was different, it was something different. I kind of like uh, Nigel. Nigel now. Nigel McGinnis, he kind of sounds a, like Lord Alfred. Yeah, yeah it's, it's very different, and it's a former wrestler, it's relatable. It'd be great if Nigel, when, uh, you know, Roderick Strong came out, and be like, Roddy! <laughs> Roddy! <laughs> great Scott! <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. So, uh, what, what made that match so special? Again, it was uh, a, a completely different match. It was ahead of its time. Um, you know, that was during the era of the big... The big men, then you have Steamboat and Bret Hart coming out and just working a really intense back and forth match. Um, let me ask you a question. Yeah. When you get these, what was wrong with you? <laughs> when you get these lists, yeah. Do you go back and watch these matches? Sometimes I will. You're sick. Yeah, sometimes I will to think like, all right, well, why is this on somebody's list? And did you watch this match? I did. How was it? You can tell me too because I played it for you too the last time you were here. <laughs> Did you really? <laughs> I swear I did. Not the last time I was here, was it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I showed you the Dynamite Kid match, and I showed you the Ricky Steamboat match. You do realize, like, after about... After SmackDown, I just, mm-hmm. like, kind of go to sleep. This might have been before. Before we did the, the podcast? Yeah. No shit. Yeah, I think so. I, yeah, I know what I it was. So. I was so engaged with that week's podcast mm. that I just... I couldn't... That must have been it. I couldn't come to grips with watching a great Bret Hart match... <laughs> I was I was in the zone. I was Ken Shamrock. <laughs> in my zone. Get out of my way. <clears throat> Alright, Suplex Sam and Daryl in Georgia give us votes for Bret Hart versus Diesel, Survivor Series ninety five. I remember Bret Hart going through a table yes. and they made a big deal about that because that didn't happen much till then, right? That was like the first table spot since uh Hulk Hogan and Harley Race. In WWF. In WWF. You got yes, the Flair Funk thing. Yes. So yes. that was the first modern day table spot at the time. Yes. Which I think is what made it a big deal with me. And it was in Philadelphia. 
No, it wasn't. It was in Washington, D.C. I apologize. Oh, shit. Yes. What's the significance of this? Uh, why? Where, where it was? Yeah. Oh, just in my head, I was thinking it was Pennsylvania, which, you know, ECW, maybe they were trying to cater to that crowd. Oh, okay, because ECW was around. It was, um, yeah. Yep. Yeah, that, was, uh, that wasn't a bad match. Oh, Brett won the title. It, he did, he won and, the title. And did Diesel's one-year range champion. And in, in Bret Hart's mind, he made Diesel that night. Of course. Even though Diesel was the champion. He was, yes, yes. Bret still made him. Yes. <laughs> I just want to clarify, I want people to know this. <laughs> I did enjoy that match. Trying to give the man his due. <laughs> Moving along here, two votes. Legend Derek and Purple Haze give us votes for the Canadian Stampede. Ten-man tag. Mm. Calgary. I watched that match uh, last week. Oh, really? I did. That's a classic. What a long freaking match. Mm. Mm-hmm. It was like an hour long, wasn't it? Something like that, like 40 minutes yeah. in total with entrances and all How that. How about Bruce Hart just wanted all the spotlight? Oh, my God. Was he so was so annoying. Oh, that was very annoying. Very annoying. Jesus. Just kept butting in. Like, get out of there. Wouldn't sell for anybody. Mm-hmm. Damn, man. What about the time they pulled the rib on uh, Bruce Hart at a... Uh, SummerSlam 93, Doink comes out with the pail of water. Mm. He's got a pail of water, he's got a pail of glitter. He throws one pail at Owen, and it's the glitter. Mm-hmm. He throws the other pail of water at Bruce, and Bruce doesn't know it's coming. <laughs> <laughs> so Bruce gets soaked. soaked in water. <laughs> and he's all pissed off. The rest of the <laughs> like the camera will cut away to him, and he's just dripping in water. <laughs> <laughs> nobody liked Bruce. Like, just nobody liked him. Because he did. He tried to, you know, tried to... But I think they were all like... That whole family is like that. No? I think, anyway, Owen wasn't. Owen was like... I no, think Owen's... I don't know. I mean, who knows? I don't know. I didn't know Owen, you know, personally or anything like that. But just seeing him on TV, it didn't seem he, like he was that way. No, he didn't. He definitely seemed different. He seemed adopted. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, see, take that blonde, blonde-headed kid. <laughs> we'll name him Owen. <laughs> he actually lost one of his own kids and just grabbed like another <laughs> random kid. He <laughs> <laughs> uh, But yeah, that Canadian Stampede match—that's great. And Owen gets the pinfall in that match he on did. Austin. Yep, yep. That was a good one. The building shaking for the entrance—that was crazy. Yeah, that was that was a cool match. That's Lod, a good... it was Lod. Shamrock, Cold yep. Dust, and Austin. Mm-hmm. It's Brett, Owen, Nightheart, Bulldog, and Pillman. Yeah. At the end, the family comes into the ring. Just a good moment. Cool moment. I don't like that family. <laughs> I just don't. <laughs> well, that was the last match on here with two votes. So now we're going into the three-vote territory. And Ringmaster, Paulicious, and WrestleWar give us votes for Bret Hart. Versus the British Bulldog at In Your House, 1995. I don't remember that match. Oh, was, Brett gets uh, a really bad cut on his on his forehead and bleeding all over the place. Mm-hmm. It was a great match. Bulldog's no. a heel. He had just uh, he, like he had turned on Diesel and sided with Jim Cornette. So it was okay. Cornette managing him. Right. That was really good. Really yeah, good match, and it was in Canada as well. What was it? Mm-hmm. And they had done. They'd done a match a couple weeks prior for it was like a like a Stu Hart show like celebrating all of his years in wrestling yep. and the main event was Bret Hart against uh, Davy Boy Smith. Who won that match? Uh, what do you think? Bret. Of course. So yeah, so he had to tie the series at tie one one. Yep. And then he had to go over and and be above Davy. Yep. Crazy. Huh? No, it's not crazy to me. I mean, I, I wouldn't expect would anything less. <clears throat> Man, why can't like he just let people be over? I mean, just let it go. Leave it alone. Well, that was a great match. That SummerSlam match, what ninety three? That was great. What with who? With, oh, with, with Davy and Brett. Oh, that's ninety two. Whatever. Wembley. Just leave it at that. We'll get to that. I know we are. I'm just we'll get to that. But no, he's got to tie it with the Stu Hart thing, which is probably some kind of sham show anyway. Well, Bulldog was a heel now. I don't care if he was a so heel. So it's like a, it's a different story. I don't care. <laughs> you gotta watch that man show. It's really good. No, you gotta watch what my T-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
three votes here. Mikey from the streets, ringmaster, and wrestle war. Bret Hart versus the one two three kid from Raw, nineteen ninety four, July twenty sixth, I think. So I don't remember the match. I I don't remember like anything about the match really, but I do remember that I was a good match when I saw it. Yeah. If that makes any sense, does that make sense? That makes sense. Uh, no, it, and it was. It was a good match. It, I mean, obviously Razor made the kid, but this really, you know, proved that one, two, three kid can really compete for that world title. He's he's a believable contender. Of course, he didn't win. And geez, the only titles he ever won, he won tag team titles, and he won the European title. He was never an IC champion. Never. That's crazy. I could have swore he won the IC. No, I could I could see X Pac as the Intercontinental Champion, like. That makes sense. That makes sense. Mandela effect, man. Yeah, yeah. But no, he won the European title. And he won the light heavyweight title as well. I'm telling you, I... I, I really look thought, it up. Remember when we thought Brian Lee was dead? Yeah, and he wasn't. Yeah. He wasn't dead. He played the dead man at one time, but right. he, he himself was not he dead. He's still alive. And I thought, I thought, sure. Yeah. Remember I was texting you? And I know, I, was I like, thought so too. Second. And we had to look it up. Mm-hmm. I think we looked it up at the same time and... Uh, mm-hmm. He's like, no, I'm here. <laughs> Not David. <laughs> In the other universe, he is though. <laughs> yeah, because I, I could have sworn, man. I could have sworn. All well, right, I'm so, happy he's not. Yeah, Brian Lee was cool. Prime time, Brian Lee. Prime time, Brian Lee. Brett Hot episode. Yes, he was also chains. Yeah, disciples of apocalypse. Yeah. I got it right this time. Yeah, good job. <laughs> good job. Okay, three votes here. Danny Love. Mikey from the streets and Suplex Sam give us votes for Bret Hart versus Shawn Michaels, the Iron Man match, WrestleMania 12. Hearing that match right there tells me that we're pretty much kind of winding down. You would think so. No? <laughs> no <laughs> shit. We still got, yeah, we still, under 10. Under 10, well, right. yeah. so top 10 match. I could see it. I, I, you know, I didn't love the match. I thought the wrestling was great. But, uh, like a lot of people say, and I think Conrad says it on his podcast, mm-hmm. it's like watching basketball. All you gotta do is watch the last five minutes, right? That's yeah, how Iron I mean, Man there, there are some key moments in it, but it it's it is more of like a highlight reel kind of match. Like you watch like a five minute highlight reel of it, it's you get the gist of it. Exactly. But I do love the match. Right. I do love it. I think. It's and it great. was it was good at the time. Um, watching it live, I uh, I was into it. Because it was different. It was the first time I ever seen an Iron Man match. Yeah, yeah. But I then it was cool. looking back on it in retrospect, it's just all you have to do is watch the last five minutes. Yeah. What'd you think of it, Ian? I love it. I love That's it. Match. Yeah, I think it's a great match. Like the finish. I love the finish. I thought it was. Uh, I, I I did like the fact that it was a tie at the end, and they just had to keep going. No, MJF and uh, Brian Danielson did that recently. I like that. I don't like it, though, because it's a 60-minute match. It's an Iron Man match. So if it ends in a tie, then yeah. this isn't soccer. There's no sudden death. There's no penalty kicks. You know you know who else it's has that opinion? Bret. Bret Hart. <laughs> well, uh, whatever. It's not going to change my opinion of it. Just because he sides with me on this, and I'm, I'm probably his role model. <laughs> Well, he does know who you are, you know. He doesn't know who I am. Your 40th birthday. He he's probably never even cameo. seen you. He is the hitman, though, huh? Maybe he's got a hit out on me. Hey, maybe. He's like, I'll show you, you lousy, stinking hyena. You don't like me. He's like, I- I'm a sharpshooter. <laughs> I'm going to excellently execute you, Brian. Yeah, why is he always talking about killing people, that guy? Because he's the hitman. There's something wrong with him. A little off. <laughs> Kind of looks like uh, Tommy Wiseau. Yes, with his he does. Greasy hair, his <laughs> ugly face. I'm best there is, best there was, best there ever will be, Brian. <laughs> oh, hi, doggy. He sees Bulldog. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody betray me. My brother betray me. You have a pair of his glasses autographed, don't you? I do, yeah. Talking about Brad Yeah, Hobbit, yeah. Like, uh, I bought the glasses at a house show uh, in Hyannis in 1994. The Melody Tent? Yes. Oh, man, I love that venue. I paid four bucks for the glasses at the time. Then, uh, I've actually met him three times. Hey, who are you doing this podcast with? What? Who are you doing this podcast with? What do you mean? You're looking at Pat the whole time where you don't want to look at my shirt? Because Pat hasn't heard the the story. Pat didn't know. Pat didn't know that. I had the... You look at me. Ah. Look away. 
So he signed, uh, the, Brett signed the glasses probably, I think it was 2009 this time. So I met him, met him in 2001, 2005, and 2009. And he was awesome every time. Every single time. He was, he was one of the coolest wrestlers. How so? Which is very nice. Just very like, um, gave you the time of day. Wasn't just like rushing along people. No. Just like really, you know, let you have that moment. How old were you? Did you go in the bathroom and wipe his ass for him too? No, no, no. I, 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 I love you, Mr. Hart. <laughs> Let's talk in more wiping. Brett! <laughs> you see when MJF recreated that? I did. That? that was funny, that actually. That was pretty yeah. cool. Adopted? <laughs> <laughs> that is good. Did you see it, Pat? No, see? Yeah. Oh, oh, Pat's a little wrestling fan. You gonna watch Fastlane tomorrow? You flush you are. Good for you. Getting back into it. <laughs> Alright, four votes here. Moving along. People are going to start thinking we're talking to nobody because you, you need to like say something. <laughs> they can hear his giggles. <sighs> He's like a guinea pig in the background. <laughs> four votes. Danny Love, Adam84, Purple Haze, and Steve from Connecticut, Rhode Island. Bret Hart versus Rowdy Piper. WrestleMania 8. Oh, good match, yeah. Great match. I like that pick. Intercontinental title. I like that pick. Brett was bloody uh, in that match, too. He was bloody in that match. Didn't they do a thing where, like, Piper was like, saying he was, like, family? Oh, they were cousins. Didn't they say they were yeah, cousins or something? it's weird. Everybody, like... That's not true. No, it's not. Like, Piper trained in Canada, like, yeah. in Calgary, but... No, they're not cousins. That's ridiculous. Piper was adopted. People... Oh, was he? Yeah. So maybe they could be. It's, it's possible, but... As Gorilla Monsoon would say, highly <laughs> unlikely. Maybe Stu gave Roddy up. Maybe. He just didn't know that was his. Right. Yeah. Let me do the math. It coincided uh, last time I busted in you. <laughs> <laughs> My dad. Poor Stu. Oh, poor Stu. But everybody's got a Stu hard impression. It's great. Yeah, that Piper match was good. The referee cool. gets knocked out. Piper's that was the first the time I've seen that. Mm-hmm. Not the ring bell spot, but the uh, no, but... sleeper into the rope, mm-hmm. pushed off the rope to the pin. Yep. It was a cool finish. That was, that was very cool. It. And that finish was used again in another match we're going to talk about very shortly. Actually, let's just talk about it now. Uh, Bobby on the beat, Tiger Bomb, Paul Licious, and Purple Haze give us votes for Bret Hart versus Stone Cold Steve Austin from Survivor Series 1996. And Brett went over in that match, right? Yes, he did. History repeating itself. Yes. Yes, and, and bet- he did. Well, this time, Austin had the million-dollar dream on right. Brett, and Brett kicked off the ropes, rolled on top of him. Unoriginal bastard. <laughs> he has the same, same that, finish. That's a great match. Like, that's just, like, a great... That Austin-Brett match? Yeah, just a wrestling match. Not the WrestleMania one. I know, I know. It, it was. And that's my favorite Bret Hart ring gear. Did- do you think I remember what he was wearing that night? Because it was the purple and black, but he had the gold trim on it. I don't give a shit it if was it was... his return from the Iron Man match. <sighs> Who cares? <laughs> that, that's what makes you remember his gear? It was his return. No, it was a great match, but it's just something memorable from the match. It's the only time he wore that gear. Well, it was my favorite time Stone Cold wore those black trunks, specifically. <laughs> like, those specific ones that he had on. I loved them. Oh, goodness, Brian. Four votes... Pat R. the Superstar, Dragon Rana, Paulicious, and WrestleWar, Bret Hart versus Mr. Perfect, King of the Ring, 93. King of the Ring, okay. Yes. I think any Bret Hart, Mr. Perfect match should probably be on there. Mm-hmm. Um, there's probably so many we've never even seen because of the house shows yeah. and stuff like that, which it's, it's funny because think about that. <clears throat> For all these matches these guys had, I'm talking Bret, I'm talking Steamboat, all these technical wrestlers, Imagine all the ones that we don't even know about. Oh, yeah. They must have had great matches at. Like when Flair talks about going Broadway's with Steamboat. With Steamboat, yeah. You know what I mean? How about that, uh, that match that that took place that there's no footage of? Ricky Steamboat, Randy Savage in a cage. I'm sure. That must have been awesome. Right, but they must have fought in a cage other than that match, no? But it was never recorded. Like the, that specific one you're talking about. No, I know. Yeah. But there's no recording of them two in a cage at all? No. Oh shit! No, that's kind of shocking me. Yeah, yeah. The, that's uh, like a, that's like a big money match right there. And yeah, you think with that feud they had there that that would surface, but no, there's nothing. 
Well, I hope Brett wrestled in that on that show, because that way he doesn't have one of his matches. <laughs> oh, jeez. All right, five votes here. This match just miss misses the Mount Rushmore. It's Tiger Bomb, Scorpion eighty seven, Suplex Sam, Bobby on the beat, and Mikey from the streets. Bret Hart versus Mr. Perfect, SummerSlam ninety one. How is that not on the Rushmore? Just missed it. How? Just missed it. We'll wait till you hear the four matches that are well, on there. That's stupid. <laughs> I already know the four Classic. matches that are on there. Classic. You don't want to talk about Bret Hart and Mr. Perfect anymore? I, that was, dude, that, I think that's one of the greatest matches of all time. It really is. Possibly. Maybe it's the nostalgia again. Because growing up, I used to put that match on all the time. Remember Perfect's gear got ripped, right? Yeah. Didn't it? What if Stu was like, Billy Ray by him and take his gear off. <laughs> Probably not. Well, I don't know. Not Stu had a, had a sick sense of humor. Yeah, a little bit, a little bit, right? So you want to talk about that match any? or? It, it It's also one of my favorite matches as well. It, it brought Brett to that next level. He won the Intercontinental title. Whoa. What? It brought Brett to the next level? I think Brett brought Mr. Perfect to the next level. Why, Mr. Perfect was already an Intercontinental Champion? He'd already proven himself? Yeah, but he wasn't the best there is yet. Who? Brett. Oh, Perfect. Perfect! Brett's, Brett has always been the rest, best there is. Oh, my mistake. Right? It's... Don't tell Brett that that brought him to where he was at. <laughs> Don't do that. His first singles title! That was a, that was a big moment. Yeah. <laughs> And it was an honor for Mr. Perfect to work with Bret Hart that night. <laughs> Doesn't Bret Hart remind you of CM Punk? He really does. In a lot of ways, yeah. And it's amazing how CM Punk, like, admires Bret Hart. I know. They he go on, like, Bret double Hart. dates with their wives. And... Do they really? Of course they do. No shit. Yeah. FTR, yeah. they love Bret Hart, yeah. dude. Yep, crazy. All bitches. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, what's next? So this is the Rushmore right The here, Rushmore. Right? Okay. We have made it to the Mount Rushmore here. The top four Bret Hart matches. Can I just, uh, can I say one more thing? <laughs> sure. How about, like, all the guys Bret Hart didn't wrestle? Okay. How do you think those, those would have gone? Like, The Rock? Uh, Bret actually did fight The Rock on when? Raw. Did he really? Mm-hmm. I don't remember that. that. In 1997. Yeah. So I don't remember that at all. Yeah. Well, I mean, I rock, rock in his prime, yeah, that would have been an awesome match. Awesome. I wouldn't mind seeing that one either, though. Like, Brett Triple H, right? They didn't have a wrestling, did they? Brett and Triple H did on Raw as oh, well. Like, as the game, though? Not as the game. That's what as I'm Hunter saying. That's Hunter Hurst Helmsley. All right, so, yeah. Like, like in DX, Let me you know? correct myself. Okay. Brett and these guys, all right, so, like, it's, like you said, The Rock in his prime. Mm-hmm. Or Triple H as the game, yeah. you know? Shit like that. That would have been, uh, that really been awesome. Good. What other names come to mind? What about Kurt Angle? Yes. Brett and Kurt Angle. That's that would have been amazing. Angle. Brett and Jericho. Jericho in his prime. Yeah. Brett and Eddie Guerrero. Mmm. Yeah, that would have been really good. Shit like that. So, the Mount Rushmore here. Four matches. Two of the matches on here got seven votes apiece. And it's Brett versus Owen. Brett versus Owen at SummerSlam 94 in the cage, and Brett versus Owen in the opening match at WrestleMania 10. Damn, man, both good matches. Both matches made the Mount Rushmore. Yeah. I, uh, I like those that. Guys I, like, I do like that. Incredible chemistry. But, dude, do you think. I understand the Brett Owen match in the cage at SummerSlam. Mm-hmm. I get it. But do you think that that Brett Owen match at WrestleMania, as good as it was, was better than the Brett Mr. Perfect match at SummerSlam? Um, alright, so the Brett and Owen cage match... It wasn't, right? Uh, Pat Shakeman said no. I gotta disagree. I gotta really? disagree. Yeah, I think those two matches with Owen are mind-blowing. Okay. Mind-blowing. And I think the match with Perfect is awesome, too, but I think Brett and Owen, that's just, like, next level. That's just next level stuff right there. That's its own category. For me, that's my and opinion. That, that's fine. Well, obviously people agree with you. Some people like cucumbers better pickled. I'm not wrong. What, do you, what, is, what is that? What is, what, is, what is that terminology? What, what do you mean? Is, do you mean pickles? Some people like pickles more than cucumbers? Yeah. Is that what it is? Yeah. 
what, cucumbers are pickles? Yeah, like, yeah, it starts out as a cucumber, and then you have to Put it soak in vinegar. it in vinegar and pickle it. It becomes a pickle. Yes. Some people like cucumbers better when they're pickled. Well, I don't just say some people like pickles better than cucumbers. Good, but it's just like, you know, it's supposed to make you laugh. You know, just like a little giggle, like, huh. Oh, boy. <laughs> so, eight votes here. Bret Hart, British Bulldog, SummerSlam 92. Yes, I agree. All-time great match. All-time great. And infamously, Davey Boy was very high on crack. Wicked high on crack. <laughs> Supposedly. Supposedly. I mean, I mean, Brett said that in his book. Oh, so it's got to be true. So, you know. That's gospel. <laughs> Whatever Brett says. Yeah. That, which probably means that he wasn't. He was probably straight-laced as fuck. <laughs> it's probably like the straight seven men for a match. <laughs> I'm prepared! Yeah. He's probably like wicked prepared. Brett's like, oh, no, he was uh, he was high as shit. I know you you were doing coke with, with the anvil, weren't you? He's like, I swear that's your sister. I was in the room all night. <laughs> that's not the anvil, that's your sister. <laughs> <laughs> like the first oh, time in my man. life I was in the, in the room with her all night. <laughs> He's awesome. accusing them the whole time. That's awesome. It's a lie. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, number one, nine votes. Greatest match of all time. Bret Hart, Stone Cold Steve Austin, WrestleMania 13. The greatest match of all time. Greatest match of all time. Jesus. You disagree? Well, I don't think it's the greatest match of all time. I... I'll give it that for this list, and maybe like it could be on the Mount Rushmore greatest matches. Mm-hmm. If that's your thing, if that's your thing, <laughs> well, no, I'm just saying it's. I thought it was a good match. It's on mine, you know. But yeah, as far as greatest match of all time, all baby. time, Damn. ever, baby, ever. You gotta think of Hogan, per- Hogan, Ondoff in the cage, you know. <laughs> I understand, but that that match. Best. Why? Because you believed every bit of it. It was like a free. It was well. I mean, it was a submission match, but it, it seemed like a real fight that these two guys were having. And I. I mean, it was intense. To say you believed. That Bloody. Did I believe that these guys were really fighting each other? No. No. I believe it was scripted. That's everything in wrestling is. Wow, that's fun, Brian. <laughs> what it's. I, I like wrestling. I just just like I say to Sarah, you gotta suspend disbelief. You gotta you gotta. You're just right. Take it for what you're it is. You're 100 know? right, and that's what's wrong with wrestling fans these days. And I include myself because you watch it, and it's like this is scripted. But then, like you said, you just gotta put throw it out the window and just sit there and have a good time watching. It's like uh, I wish I could turn it off, but I I can't. But I still I like it's, watching. Yeah, it's, it's, it's stupid. It's, I don't know what it is. Yeah. It's kind of out of habit to watch it, but then it, at the same time, it's like, well, I do have the option to put something else on, and I just don't. Yeah, want to. but it, and then when you put it on, it's like a chore to me. I know not to you. Oh, like but, the, like what I'm doing right now, like putting on SmackDown. Yeah, and I'll, I'll watch SmackDown. I yeah. like I like to watch it, but then there are parts where I'm just like, why am I a wrestling fan? Oh yeah, I've thought that many times. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, I've, I've thought that many. times. And I've thought that more times than not, which is, I guess, why I, I feel that way. I don't know. Yeah. Okay. This is weird. Well, so yeah, Bret Hart, Stone Cold. Did I believe it was a real fight? No. But was it a good match? Yes. And Do also for that time, like that was that was the beginning of like the the shift in WWF, the attitude. Right. Um, we so, really hadn't seen blood like that. In so would a long you say? Time. There we go. What? Would you say that Bret made Stone Cold that night? Hmm. Certainly helped make him. Oh, here we go. Certainly helped make him, yeah. You don't think Stone Cold made himself when he said Austin 316 just said side your ass? Sure, but he needed that. He needed that match to, to prove to the fans that he could hang in the main event scene. And Survivor Series was a great match, but the WrestleMania match was... Jeez. Jeez Louise. It was just, it was amazing. It was amazing. And when we did our Mount Rushmore matches, it, it was on there, I mean. On to the Mount Rushmore. Right. Whatever. That's fine. It's. I'll accept it. All right. Oh, you'll accept it. Oh, <laughs> listen to that, people. He'll accept it. What's on your Mount Rushmore? My Mount Rushmore is yep. perfect in Brett at SummerSlam. Yep. 
It's Davey and Brett at SummerSlam. Why? Wow, like Mr. SummerSlam, huh? Yeah, yeah. It's crazy. Yep. Um, Brett and Owen in the cage at SummerSlam. Mm-hmm. Jesus. <laughs> and Brett Goldberg. Yeah. Uh, yep. that's, that's awful. <laughs> I'm not do that. Um, the last one. I don't know. I uh. I don't know, man. We just talked about twenty-two Brett. I know, I know, no, I'm gonna. It's funny because I'm just gonna go with the uh, demolition match. Oh yeah, yeah. Because I just like the nostalgia. I remember watching the Hot Foundation on Saturday Night's Main Event, and mm. it just brings you back. Oh yeah. And those are the type of matches I could watch over and over again. Okay. So, yeah, that's great for a Brett Hot match. That's something I would watch. Not to say that I wouldn't watch the Austin one. I. I mean, I'm forced to watch the Austin one almost every time I'm here. <laughs> Learn to love it. I think that's probably why I hate it so much, because you always put it on. <laughs> it's kind of like... right, enough. It's kind of like when JR was really pushing for Dr. Death in yeah. the WWF to the point where, like, everybody was like, we don't want Dr. Death. Yeah, no more like, Dr. Death. Dr. Death. I'm here Oh, I'll give you a great show. idea. Just have taken it. Yeah, Dr. Death's dead. Sitting at home waiting by the phone. <laughs> Dr. Death's massaging his shoulders. <laughs> He's got his own announce table. I'm here at myself and Dr. Death. <laughs> Big hoss. Oh, jeez. So, uh, so Mayan, my Mount Rushmore. Oh, yeah, let's hear it. Uh, of course, against Austin. Uh, it's actually the one that made it. It really is. Is it? it yeah. The match with Bulldog, legendary. Uh, even if Bulldog was on crack, it, it was a great match. Uh, and then the two two famous most famous matches with that one. Alright. When I think of Bret Hart, those matches definitely come to mind. It was tough to leave the Iron Man match off mine because I do love that match and the, uh, the SummerSlam match were perfect. Like that's that's another favorite of mine. But I gotta go with those. I gotta go with those four. Not a bad list, Ian. It's fine. It's you know. Of course, it's not a bad list. That I was think, our Mount Rushmore. I think they got it right. I you think know, so I'm too. Just, even though that that Austin match isn't on mine, mm-hmm. it's probably like. After that, somewhere, you know, five, six, who knows? Anyway, I had to sit here and think of a match. I'm sorry, I made you think. No, 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 I'm saying though. So I have those three, and I can see why that Austin match is on there. It's a good list. All right. Well, I approve. Okay, fantastic. Well, the next time we do this, um, we're gonna go with uh, we're gonna go with a list that was suggested by Danny and Dartmouth. So we're going to do the Mount Rushmore Halloween Havoc matches. Okay. WCW like Halloween Havoc. Heck, you could, even do, you could even do NXT Halloween Havoc if you want. Yeah, but see, I'm fine with it. I like the idea. Yeah. But we're not going to get it out in time for Halloween. No, but you know what? It's going to be the Halloween episode regardless. Kind of like when the Simpsons do the Treehouse of Horror. It's usually in November after Halloween. Right. So we're just going to keep the Halloween season going. With our show. Oh, we could do it like a Zoom or something like we did at one time, the COVID, uh, the COVID podcast, if you wanted to get it out. Did we actually time. do one of those? We did. We did a couple of them, I think. We did. Yeah. Wow. What a weird time. COVID was such a weird time. Yeah, it sucked. It was nice. It was a nice reset, though. You think so? I do. It was no fault of my own. The other one didn't want to see me. <laughs> you know, I get less. I don't want to wear a fucking mask and shit. It was you. <laughs> no, hey, I don't know. No. Hey, uh, you do you want to do this on Zoom? I'm like, dude, I'm down to go by. I don't know, man. Well. Your fault. It's my body, my choice. If I want to get COVID, okay, I'll get COVID. Right? You're going to tell me I can't get COVID. All right, so. That's all, folks. So, yeah. So, that's one's going to be. Halloween Havoc match. All right. Yep. No, what I was going to say is it would make more sense to do Survivor Series, but it's okay. We'll do Halloween Havoc. Well, we'll do Survivor Series after that. What if it's almost Christmas? Yeah, it'll still be the, the season. Pilgrims are gone. The turkey's <laughs> gone. No one's going to be visiting Plymouth Rock and shit. You know, it's... Well, then they can save the episode for next year and just listen to it then. Whatever. Whatever. <laughs> it's fine. I'm just saying we're going to be very delayed. We're very behind. That's okay. We'll Today should have been the Halloween Havoc one then. It probably should have. We should have scrapped this for a hot one altogether. <laughs> no, we had to get this one out there. Because of how much you love them. I know. People are probably, you know, just clamoring to hear this podcast. I bet. I bet. More people are going to listen to this one than any other one. 
Uh, just to hear, just to hear how you feel about Bret Hart. Yeah, how I feel, dude. <laughs> what are you talking about thirty-eight episodes. It's the gimmick. <laughs> Unfortunately, I live that gimmick. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and you can buy the gimmick over at Pro Wrestling Tees. Support, support the show. Squared Circle History, Pro Wrestling Rushmore. Brian hates Brett. We got some great shirts on there. Look at my shirt. Yeah, yeah. That's that's what I said. No, no. Look at my shirt. That oh, look at your shirt. That's right. Chris that's Hero. Right. That's wonderful. Stole your girlfriend at a show in Lowell. <laughs> Mass. She never looked back. Good. Stole. In hindsight, it was great. She left you Hello Kitty bag and all. <laughs> did he elbow you in the head? No, no, he did not. I actually, I did. I've never met him. It's not like I ever met him. Oh, so he just stole your girl and left. No, not even. They just like. It's a Brat Hot episode. Okay. Okay. Instagram history. Go check us out on there. Of course, subscribe, like, share. Any closing thoughts, Brian? Nah, man, I'm good. <laughs> okay. Eight o'clock when SmackDown's on. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, so for Brian. Later. Oh, I thought there was one of them. Later. <laughs> It was like dot dot dot. It's like you were getting ready to send me a text and then change your mind. <laughs> All right, this is Ian saying good night. Hey, this is Brett the Hitman Hart, and I got a very special happy milestone 40th birthday shout out going out to a very special guy. And this is going out to Brian. And this is coming courtesy of your good buddy Ian Mellow, and he just wants you to have a fantastic 40th birthday. I know it's a very important birthday and a special time in your life. And I also know this, Brian, that you were never a big fan of mine. That's okay. You don't have to be a big fan of mine. You're a big fan of guys, probably I'm guessing maybe you were a big fan of George Animal Steel because he maybe looked a lot like him. And I know that you're the head of the maintenance at the courthouse. And I know that George Animal Steel was the head of maintenance at the nut house. So there's maybe some similarities between the two. Also know you're a big Chargers fan. And I just want you to know that I'm a big Raiders fan. The fact that you're a fan of Arn Anderson says it all. You don't know much about wrestling, you don't know much about football, and you certainly don't know a whole lot about wrestling. But anyway, keep on putting ranch dressing on everything, and just know this, when you look in the, mor- in the mirror every single morning, you're going to see a dirty, stinking, rotten hyena, and that's yourself. And just take the time right now to reflect and look back on your amazing life. 40 years, 40 years you can look back on all the great things you've accomplished in your life, and you can look ahead in the future see all the great things that you got left to accomplish in your life. And just know that your good friend Ian is going to be cheering you on. Even the hitman will be in your corner cheering you on even though you were never in mine. And just know that you're an amazing guy and Ian thinks of the world Ian. He just wants you to take this message and hopes that it puts a big smile on your face. Take care. Stay cool. Stay safe. Have a great birthday. God bless.